Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, House Academy Show today, entertaining <laughs> entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about affordable housing versus affordable, affordable Cadillac Escalades. Do you know, before we start, I would like to follow up with something from yesterday, because I'm sure you are dying to know. <laughs> I checked on Milli Vanilli, and let me tell you what happened here. In case you weren't you weren't sure, they were a German French R and B band um, from Munich, founded in 1988. So, and how? What all happened, everyone? Well, here it is. In July of 1989, they were doing fantastic. By the way, I like them. Who didn't like them? Me. They were okay. Well, <laughs> but it was fun, easy to dance to, good music, right? Well, what happened was. They were on stage during um, an MTV concert, and there was something wrong during the audio course, course, and they found out that they were lip syncing is how it all went down. And I will have to say, too, they are, well, one of them is still with us, one passed on, and they actually performed in July of 2021 at some kind of a, a festival, and if you really want to know how it all panned out, the one, I, I will tell you, the net worth of the one who is still with us, um, I, I don't know his name here, but anyway, the one that's still with us, oh, Fab Morvan, his net worth is, ready for this, everyone? And you decide if this worked out, $250,000. <laughs> Not a million. $250,000. Oh my gosh. I know. Bless his heart. I don't know how they know that, but. I know. He lives in France. Well, it's expensive in France. <laughs> so I don't anyway. usually say stuff like this, but we have cars worth more than that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's the update from yesterday. I thought that was funny. Oh, before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members. On the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Charlie wrote, I was told today the buyer and seller can use different title companies for the same transaction. Is this right? It came up because I wanted to use a title company that I bought the property with, but the seller requested a different, a different one. Excuse me. Anyone ever done this? I guess they're saying do the title work with their escrow company and use mine for escrow slash closing. I wouldn't do this. Okay, so here's a scoop. Can I can I yeah. cover this? All right. Because I'm you're, all you're my steaming. years. I, all my years oh. I've never heard of this. No, it's not do. like real estate agents. No, right? you don't. This is not how it goes. You you're gonna be paying double. If you're if you're hiring, because if you hire, if you think you're using their title company for all the work and then your title company's doing something else. They're just acting as your transaction coordinator or doing double. Usually, they're not, they're just going to go what they're going to they're going to go. Why are you talking to me? I think the answer to this is no. Right. So whatever exactly. everything else that Jill says after this is just information in a good way, okay. not in a bad way. She's explaining why, but let's answer the question. No. No, you don't ever really have. No, you don't ever have two escrow and title companies. No, but let me clarify something because I think this is where this gets confusing. What I do is I'm going to buy a property with title insurance. And if I can get a, a, a hold open clause or carryover policy, there's different ways that they 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 uh, call it, where I'm kind of leaving the escrow ready to go for me to quickly sell 
So it saves time and money and energy on the sales side. I do that. So what happens sometimes, most of the time it works out great. My buyer comes along. I say, hey, by the way, everybody, I've got this title company ready to go. It's going to save both of us $500 and we can get it done a week earlier. Everybody goes, oh, yippee Kaye, thank you for doing that. But now and then there are some weirdos. Usually it comes with an agent who's a weirdo. That's the problem. That dig their heels in. That's what this and is. They have, they promise Susie over here. They're always yep. going to use Susie. So I say, fine. That's what, so I tell my person, thanks very much. Yeah, I wasted a couple hundred bucks. I know. I'll call you on the next one. Bye. And then I go with their one because they're adamant about using Susie and do their, do their things. That's what happens. You know, speaking of Millie Vanilli <laughs> class action lawsuits. Right. The, that industry is riddled with kickback class oh, action God. lawsuits. That's why so they're emphatic about Susie. Yeah. Because she pays them 2000 bucks at the end. Something. I don't know what it is, but it makes me mad. So anyway. Today's topic, affordable housing versus affordable Cadillac Escalades. This is the meat of the show. Every Thursday, I do, we, Jill and I hold a, a Land Academy Thursday webinar. And at the very beginning, I spend about an hour, maybe two hours uh, every week, usually on Thursday morning before we, we do the show, do the webinar, collecting information from my favorite sources around the internet about what's going on with real estate. Sometimes it's land, sometimes it's houses, sometimes it's things like forbearance and how that go, how it's all going. But it's just a 10, 15 minute update to take the temperature or the pulse of uh, what's going on in the real estate industry in our country that week. And for the last, since COVID started, mm -hmm. it's been impossible for me to do this and not mention affordable housing because it's so prevalent. It's such a thing. Mm -hmm. And why everybody's so upset with increased and increasing rent mm -hmm. and house prices. Right. When in reality, yeah, it's going up. It is pretty dramatically going up. Uh, it, so it's setting markets, uh, quite honestly. True. All that, and it's always gone up. Real estate has always gone up with, with few exceptions. So there's, much that people so are saying, like we talked about that, they're saying that oh, I can't buy a house now. You know, the kids are thinking I'm out. Right. Yeah. Which is a bunch of a garbage. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely buy a house. Anyone here, yeah. anyone. I, and I proved a few months ago, I proved it financially. I proved it. If you have a two, me, two people making federal minimum wage, you can buy a house. Yeah. You just can't buy it. In Southern California. Where you want. <laughs> yeah. At so no, you know, I want a new Escalade. And I have to ask myself if I can afford it. In a lot of cases, the dealership's going to tell you if you can afford it or not. And the answer is going to be an emphatic no. So is there any such thing as an affordable Escalade? No. Why is it people do that? They jump up and down and say, this isn't right. They shouldn't charge this much rent. They shouldn't do it, but they don't jump up and down and say, crap, I'm paying $800 a month for this car. They, they go into it like... Well, I wanted the car. I guess that's what it costs. Or they should, or maybe they're they're a little bit smarter about it and say eight hundred bucks is too much. I hope so. Six hundred would be better. Or if but, I'm really smart and trying to get ahead, two hundred is better. Do you know what's sad? Or if I can get my dad's old car for free. So everybody approaches that correctly, but everyone, you're right. This affordable housing thing. If somebody could explain this to me, I would love for you to write in, please. I, but some people don't, not, not, not to be your yang to your ying, but <laughs> the yang to your ying, but <laughs> whatever that is, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
<laughs> I used to like to be yin and you're yang, but this time you're <laughs> we're reversing it. So what are we up to now? Aren't there like nine and ten year car loans? Which is ridiculous. Is it seven? Like, you know, like, how did you afford the Cadillac? I'm going to do that. That would be really funny. How did you afford that? Well, I have a 1,022 month loan. (laughs) 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 And so I still pay $200 a month. Sure, it's until my kid graduates from high school, but. (laughs) I saw. I saw a Volkswagen ad for a seven-year loan, and that this is like a year ago. Yeah, and I'm I, like, what? I'm like, first of all, does a Volkswagen last seven years? Yeah, <laughs> that part. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's so funny. So, all kidding aside, this whole uh, and this is kind of the world that we live in now. This complaining about stuff instead yeah. of doing something about it is very prevalent. It's and uh, for some reason, people love it, write about it. Yeah, and so I I would like to ask the next person who says it's not affordable here anymore. Mm. I would I have like a bunch of questions. Number one is if it's not affordable here, why do you want to put yourself through that? And li- you yeah. know, why would you want to live someplace that where you can't afford it? You know, you don't want an eight hundred dollar car payment. I bet an Escalade payment is like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, I bet you're right. So no, you buy a different car, or you take public uh-huh. transportation, or you, or you know, God forbid, you get a better job. You get a job that pays better. Mm-hmm. There's never been more jobs than there are right now. You know, it's funny though. People, and this funny. isn't for the people who are listening to the show. This is for the people who aren't listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Help them, please. <laughs> yes, it's so interesting. I always remember that. You know, learning that as a kid growing up, you see these people living in not nice houses with really great cars. Like, why do they do that? Like, even now, I bet if you drive through the apartment complex down the road from you, you'll find BMWs and this and that. And that's the choices that they make. Yeah, They say they can't afford it, but they can. Like, you're just saying, they're just making that choice to put their money here instead of there. Sell the BMW, move to a, an area that you can afford and have a good life. Yeah, and, and get some education where maybe you yeah. can work remotely. Uh, and then you can live anywhere you want. Remember that car? I drove for a while a hand-me-down Lexus from you mm-hmm. that you got for, what, six grand or something yeah. maybe? And it was old, but it was a, it was great. It was, it was a tank. I felt very safe in that car because it was just solid and big. And I liked that car. I got the windows tinted. I kept it very nice and clean. I'm not here to judge anybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. But, you know, this is just the lifestyle that we've chosen. And I, I have mm-hmm. a gut feeling that the vast majority of the people in Land Academy choose this type of lifestyle. Right. And so I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying, let's just look at some facts. And don't yeah. just jump on some bandwagon and say it's too, it's not affordable to live in Manhattan anymore. Yeah, then don't live there. Yeah, but my parents are there. Then they should, then, then uh, get some FaceTime in. <laughs> it's funny. I get it. That's perfect. Or get different jobs or however it works. Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers and the number two owners.com. So that's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone, concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show, well, it's Jack Thursday. 
and I'm going to talk about your land investing niche and how it chooses you, not the other way around. I love talking about that, by the way. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. It is really interesting how people are like, I am now doing this kind of deal. Is anybody else doing this kind of stuff over here? And did you know this is how you solve this problem and that problem? You know, and, and a lot of us are like, what are you talking about? They're like, I just figured this out. We're like, great, run with it. That's your niche. So it really does find you. Yeah, I mean, here's a little prelude. This is how it finds you. You know, out, you're off doing a real estate deal somewhere and you find out that if you put a mobile home on it, Here's a good you know, example. Buy for, uh, you know, buy for 10, sell for 25 or 30. If it was just a land, put a mobile home on it. It's going to take an extra six months, sell for 300. Mm -hmm. That's How a niche that, that, that's a niche that found me. Exactly. I didn't, and that was an accident. And right. these niches are accidents. I, I love that. That's the best way. Did you know that you could talk to us every first and third Thursday of the month? on Clubhouse, yep. So go on Clubhouse, find the Land Investing Club, follow it, find us, follow us, and you'll get notified when we go live and you can tune in, call in, well, just you know, go live on your phone with us and have a chat with us, it's really fun. We are Stephen Jill, Jill. Information and inspiration. To buy undervalued property.